0: Open your heart and get ready to receive all that the Holy Spirit has for you in this week's session of The School of the Holy Spirit. School is in session. All right.
1: Hello and welcome to School of the Holy Spirit. This is part 19 of our series titled Wisdom-Filled Warriors, and uh, we're digging deep into spiritual warfare and really the power of and revelation that Christ intends for all of us as sons and daughters to actually be the most powerful forces on the earth. Amen. And so um, where I want to go today is uh, I've had a lot of questions, uh, a lot of people emailing with uh, the concepts, uh, especially some of the dreams and the realities that I've shared um, as the Lord has led me deep into um, dreams and visions. Uh, you know his his means of communication with sons and daughters, and some of the details that are articulated in some of the experiences that I shared. And one in particular uh, that I've got a lot of uh, question on is the dream that I shared, where the ruling spirit uh, was beside my bed when the when the uh, Holy Spirit woke me up, and so. Um, I'm going to share some things really to answer some of those questions and uh, trying to piece together, uh, you know, the picture of warfare and the absolute dependence that every one of us have to be in receiving what the Lord has to say to us um, and then valuing and holding on to what he has to say to us, because it actually unveils us from the darkness, from the limitations, from the false identity that the world uh, puts upon us. And when I say the world, I use that as a loose term really to represent uh, more of the demonic and the false idea uh, that the demonic tries to cover us in, to manipulate us and deceive us from who we really are in Christ. Because at the end of the day, the devil is afraid of what every one of you Um, are called to be in the power of the Holy Ghost. The Lord has a plan for every person. There's a destiny. um, And the devil is absolutely, absolutely afraid of you becoming who you're called to be and actually having your heart unveiled and being aware of what you are. Okay. And so, you know, some of these questions, you know, people are, you know, I, I I told the story of, um, you know, explaining Paul, uh, you know, and and the slave girl, uh, essentially using truth to say, "Here comes Paul, the man of God." And uh, Paul, as he discerns in the spirit, that uh, there's a spirit of Python, right? A, a divination, a spirit of divination. That this girl, that is speaking through this girl, right? This demon is wearing a face. It's speaking through a person, and and uh, an intent to harness and cage Paul and keep him from doing what the Lord sent him to that region to do. It's a real thing. It happens all the time. And the question is, can you discern it? Right. Um, David actually discerned it when he ran onto the battlefield with Goliath, the whole the whole nation. We talked over the last few weeks about the whole uh, army uh, uh, with Saul was shaking in fear on the mountain. Um, as Goliath was standing in the valley, um, berating and intimidating uh, the nation of Israel. And the, we, we talked about Goliath, meaning uh, the meaning of the word Goliath or the name Goliath is soothsayer or sorcerer. So, what was actually happening to the nation of Israel or the army of Israel was that they were under the spell of the soothsayer. And you know, I don't know if you, if you realize this, but there's more soothsayers than you think, guys. There's more um, spirits of divination speaking through people than you think. There's always an intent of the enemy to deceive you, limit you, uh, put a cloak of darkness on you, release fear and intimidation on you, and actually bind you in, in, in a wrong thought process um, because of the power of the spell that's coming against you with an intent to limit you, drown you out, keep, keep you um, from stepping into and following the Holy Spirit. Okay. And so, you know, as I told these, the story of the uh, ruling spirit, yeah, the ruling spirit um, that the Lord woke me up to see beside my bed at night. um, People were like, Oh my gosh, I'm glad, you know, that's kind of strange that it would happen to you. And I, I kind of in the, in the emails kind of had this feeling that there were people that were like, man, I'm glad that didn't happen to me. Well, I got news for you guys. If you think that there is not an assignment against you and that you don't have demonic spirits whispering in your ear, um, then we got a lot of work to do in the realm of revelation and awakening to the spirit world, because the spirit world there's two kingdoms, right? Um, there's the there's the Holy Spirit that the Lord basically demanded. He, you know, when when Jesus was resurrected, He says, "Do not leave this city until you are baptized in power, till you receive the Holy Spirit." Because He, what He was saying, if you if you read behind, or if you read deep into what He was really trying to articulate, He was saying, "I." conquered the cross to give you the Holy Spirit, that you would not walk this earth as a blind man, as a victim, as the ones before the cross did. They were powerless. They could not hear the voice of the Lord. And Jesus was saying, I restored all things, right? I have all keys, all authority in my hand, and I'm returning to you. If you uh, receive the baptism of power, the Holy Ghost, you too will receive the spirit of truth and you will discern the situation, the time and the enemy. You will discern it all because you know my voice, right? And so Jesus was adamant, don't try to go do it. Stay here until you receive the Holy Ghost. This is Luke twenty-four forty-nine, and Acts chapter one. Don't go trying to do, trying to be a Christian by just reading a Bible no, you actually have to be so connected with the Holy Ghost that you are Holy Ghost dependent. You are voice of the Lord dependent and you are spiritually awakened by the voice and the power of the Holy Ghost. OK, because the other kingdom is real. The demonic side is real. And every person on this earth has, a, has an assigned demonic power with an intent to keep you and blind you um, in a in a dark cage in a prison cell and it, with chains, if if you can think of it that way, um, and those prison cells look many in like many things. Some of them are poverty, brokenness, uh, third world country, hopeless despair, no no ability, um, sex slave, uh, and you know drug addiction, whatever you want to call it. That's one side. But the other side is money, fame, um, you know, the pride side. That's also a cage. That's also a false identity. Okay, and so the the key is only the voice of God can break you free from a false identity. Okay, we talked about the parable of the sower and the parable of the sower. I'm, I'm getting into the into, you know, summarizing or trying to clarify the the warfare scriptures that uh, I I tried to steer you down here here over the last few months because um, these are all connected. And, you know, hearing the voice of God is central. And we started out several months ago talking about the parable of the sower. And The connection piece with you being baptized in the Holy Ghost is in the parable of the sower, you now get to hear the voice of God. And when you hear the voice of God through dreams, visions or prophecy, Satan comes to steal that seed because it is the one thing in the kingdom that can reproduce that seed. What the Lord speaks to you about revealing to you who you are in dreams and visions and prophecy, that seed is what confronts the false identity it confronts the ruling spirits it confronts the the uh soothsayer it confronts um you you know the spirit of divination it is actually the very thing that is your weapon it is both the armor right we talked about uh what when the lord speaks to you in dreams visions and prophecy it equates to being your armor it is both offensive and defensive and if you don't have the living voice the rhema of god in your heart, and holding on to it with everything, then you, you, you actually lack a sword, right? Because the Bible, whether you, whether you realize it or not, the Bible is not your sword. There's a lot of denominations that take you down this path of, oh yeah, the Bible is your sword, wield your sword. That, that's not true, guys. The Bible is scripture, okay? It actually uses the word graphe, we talked about this. That the Bible is it. It the, the Holy Ghost uses the Bible to articulate and reveal the concepts of the kingdom, the principles of the kingdom. But only the Holy Ghost can speak directly to your heart, telling you and revealing to you what you're going to do, what you really are, what you're going to be. That's intimate communication. That is the that is only that's a product that only the 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 key of David, the Holy Ghost can unveil to you okay and so grabbing hold of this seed is and because Satan comes to steal this seed right this seed that that actually has the power to reproduce okay and so these are foundational concepts as as we kind of dig deeper in into this today that we hold on to um, but I my intention today is to talk through this dream a little bit more um because there there are there are some deeper meanings and deeper things we can learn um from this dream and uh what the lord uh revealed to me with this ruling spirit um that was hovering over me and so I'm just gonna walk through the dream again to to, to make sure everybody is set on what I'm going to talk about um and then we'll go from there okay so uh, this is back in 2011. Um, I had, up at, at this point, I had, you know, received, I was baptized in the Holy Ghost in 2005. Um, I was in deliverance ministry for six, seven years, at this, well, six six years at this point. Um, and, uh, you know, love, ap- absolutely fell in love with the Holy Spirit. When I started to hear the Holy Spirit and the Lord would, you know, I've, I've, you know, articulated different things where the Lord took me to heaven and, you know, different equippings, different things that the Lord gave me. I've shared some of those dreams over the last few months. Um, and those are seeds, right? Those those are commands. Go do this. Tell my people that if you believe the, the, the prophecies spoken over them, they will inherit their portion, right? I mean, that, those were encounters that I had in heaven and I have a I have a bunch of those that were like my mainstay things. They were commands from the Lord of what I was going to do, where I was going to go, what I, what I really am, okay. Um, but I held them in my heart, and the warfare that I went through before the Lord sent me to India was crucial in the process of my heart becoming one, but also delivering me from the very demonic powers that were still working to deceive me and still come back periodically, um, to deceive and, and limit and contain and and stop. Right. Um, it's an enemy, right. And so, um, bottom line is guys that I, that there are specific prophecies and dreams and visions that I held dear in my heart. Um, and when I began to speak them over time, and my heart became one as I confessed and prophesied. Right, we talked about the iskas power. Um, as I spoke them out loud, it was like uh, it was like earthquakes beginning to go off. It was like um, the lie of what I wasn't was was falling off of me as the Lord was taking me deeper into stepping into my real call, my real purpose. Okay, and that that's kind of the backdrop of leading up to this dream. Okay, because. I want you to I want you to realize that that the preparation that the Lord, the Holy Spirit brought me through a season of praying in tongues for hours and hours and hours every day um, and uh, prophesying um, the prophecies, prophesying the the dreams and visions that the Lord gave me, using them as an offensive weapon to because they revealed what I really am, where I'm going to go, where I'm going to do it. All of that stuff, I prophesied it. And be, it was like an earthquake started to happen in my life. Okay, so this is uh, just a normal everyday supernatural night in a Holy Ghost-filled person's life, right? So here we go. So in, in April of 2011, I went to bed as I normally do. And uh, suddenly around 2 a.m., um, I became very conscious that I was in the midst of a dream. Um, it was like I was dreaming, but I became conscious in the dream. And I was very aware, I was sensitive to all the details of the dream. And so in this dream, there was a woman standing face to face with me. Um, and she kept like screaming in my face saying, you're afraid, you're always going to be filled with fear and i would respond and say no i'm not afraid i'm filled with the power of the holy ghost and this argument escalated to a point where i began to get violent like it was no longer i realized it wasn't a woman it was a demonic power and as i i grabbed this woman um by the neck and don't get you know don't get me wrong i don't i don't do that i don't treat people like this but in the dream um, the Lord was leading me to fight something that I was being deceived by, and so the you know the Lord was using this woman to, you know you look you know when you look at a person or a a woman, um, you know there's innocence right you look at an, a, a point of innocence, and the Lord was revealing the thing that I thought was innocent was actually something else because as I grabbed this woman by the neck in the dream it no longer appeared as a woman it appeared as a demonic entity i knew it was a demon okay and this thing is looking at me uh eye to eye face to face right and um i'm commanding this thing now to be silent And to go in the name of Jesus, I'm baptized in power of the Holy Ghost. Um, The Lord says, I'm this and I'm speaking these things in the dream. Okay, this is how deep in my soul what the Lord spoke to me um, really was. And it came out in a dream as I'm in this war with this demonic entity. And I'm not only saying that I'm baptized in the Holy Ghost, but I'm prophesying to this demonic entity uh, that I'm not afraid. I am going to the nations. I'm not afraid. I'm going to be doing this. Okay. And so that's how this dream was going. I'm in the middle of a battle in a dream. Okay. And the next thing I know is, you know, this, th- this is where it gets a little crazy. Okay. Cause it's no longer just a dream. The dream was revealing what was going on in reality. Okay. So at this point, um- As the woman's face begins to contort, um, I realize I'm fighting a demon um, in this dream. Um, I become aware of a couple of things. First, my body was shaking um, very like like literally I could, f- it's almost like I could feel my arms and legs trembling and shaking. Okay, it's like I've started to wake up and I not only am still in the dream, but I'm becoming sensitive and conscious of what's going on in my body. Um, And so I'm feeling my arms and legs uh, shake and tremble with this fear like it's it's beyond me. It's outside of my control. Something is driving this trembling in my body. And the other thing that I became very aware of is that in my belly, there was a fire, like like this supernatural fire was uh, deep in my belly. And this fire, I could feel this fire slowly coming up into my chest. And as it was coming up into my chest, I started to become conscious. I was coming out of the dream, and my eyes are opening. And when, when my eyes opened, to my surprise, I saw this demonic entity, that was it was standing on the floor beside my bed it was about the size of a man it was about six foot tall Um, it looked like a skeleton with drooping skin on it Um, and the one thing that stood out about it was its hands its fingers were probably like I don't know 10 12 inches long Um, these huge hands and they the hands were over top of me okay And there was what looked like lightning connecting my body to the hands of this entity, okay? And as I'm, in a split second, second, I'm observing this. It's real, right? I'm having this dream. The Holy Ghost, which is the fire in my belly, wakes me up. And I feel, as I'm looking now, I'm looking at this entity and wondering why in the world is, is what looks like a lightning between my body and this entity's hands. Um, the next thing I know, this fire of the Holy Ghost literally comes up into my mouth and this um, scripture comes out of my mouth. And this is Psalm 91, 7 and 8. Um, i never, this wasn't memorized. This wasn't something that I had recently studied or was aware of. Um, the Holy Ghost literally brought this scripture upon my tongue, words that I didn't even know, okay? Out of my mouth come these words, A thousand may fall at my side, ten thousand at my right hand, but it shall not come near me. Only with my eyes shall I see his vengeance. Okay? And I I kept speaking, I kept saying um, prophecies and things that the Lord spoke over me, and as I spoke these things, this thing just... It looked at me and boom, then it was gone. It disappeared in the thin air. And it's at this point, right? I mean, this was a game changer in my life because I would cast out a lot of demons from people and myself at this point. Um, But this was now uh, a game changer for a couple of reasons. Number one, um, you know, the what was happening in the spirit realm became real it became visible something happened in my heart in the eyes of my heart to be able to see the demonic realm okay and i can't explain it but all i can tell you is i you know at this point in my life i had i'd had been taken to heaven several times i You know, just did a lot of lot of deliverance ministry, lot of healing ministry. Saw a lot of stuff from that perspective, but something shifted in what I'll call discerning of spirits, seeing the spirit world. After this event, um, I started seeing demons. I started seeing angels. I started seeing things everywhere. And I can give you example after example of seeing seeing things in visions, and then as I spoke them, they then manifested in the natural right before my eyes. And that was a part of this gifting of the discerning of spirits, which um, it's. It, I believe it's a growth aspect. I believe it's something that is imparted by the Holy Spirit, um, but it's also something that until there's a there's an entity that's removed from your soul removed from your heart that blinds you. Until you, that is removed, you can't see. Okay. So deliverance is there's growth in stages of deliverance is the one thing I want to emphasize in this. But um, first off, uh, recognize this. The Lord had prepped me for for years with certain prophecies and visions and dreams that I prophesied. I shared that earlier, right? I prophesied this, um, and I was dependent on those. I held them in my heart, which it was the Holy Spirit getting me ready for this particular battle. But in this particular case, the emphasis point with the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit knew what was going on. The Holy Spirit made me aware Right, the I mean, who knows how long these subconscious dreams went on? Think of it this way: Who knows? Um, you know, some of you you wake up in the middle of the night, you're shaking in fear. Some of you, you're trembling. Some of you, uh, severe anxiety. Right, and and you know the list goes on. Do you think that because you know, let me let me just plant this seed in you. Do you think that that's just you being anxious? Or do you think there's an entity whispering in your ear? Before you answer that, let me finish what I want to say to you today, because there's there's a lot more to cover. Um But the emphasis point, guys, is being Holy Spirit. I love the Holy Spirit. I am in so in need of the Holy Ghost, right? It doesn't matter how much Bible scripture you have memorized or what you know principally about the kingdom, but being so in love and holding on to the Holy Ghost, the baptism of the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit actually picked the fight. He led me into the moment to make me conscious um, what he was going to have me fight and what I was delivered from in this in this moment was all a function of this supernatural love of the Holy Spirit. OK, we need the Holy Ghost. You absolutely need the Holy Ghost. You need baptizing the Holy Ghost. OK, so if you're not baptized in the Holy Ghost, you need to stop what you're doing and go find, uh, you know, a supernatural spirit filled church um, or call me. I'll email me. I'll, I'll call. I'll talk with you. I'll pray with you. You need the baptism of the Holy Spirit. OK, it's not an optional thing. Think of it this way. And, uh, you know, if you've, if you've heard my stuff and the emphasis I put on the Holy Spirit, if Satan had a plot, the one plot he would have against the church is to keep you from the Holy Spirit. So whatever fa- false, bad theology you have that would get you to, to teeter on, oh, I don't think I need the Holy Spirit. I don't, I think that maybe you, you can get along without it. I just need Jesus. That's a lie from the devil because Jesus actually said in Luke twenty-four 49, don't leave this city. You can't do it without the Holy Ghost. You need the spirit of truth to lead you into truth. Okay? It's not possible for you to find truth without the Holy Ghost. Amen? So I could spend all day on that topic, but you get my point. The love of the Holy Spirit and recognizing the protection element of the Holy Spirit. Because, you know, you've heard me say it before, John... John. Uh, 1611, one of the three things the Holy Spirit does is He judges the darkness, He judges the satanic power, He crushes the satanic power. That's what He's designed to do. So your love and dependence on Him will lead you into your deliverance in crushing the satanic power that is working to deceive and blind you. Amen. And so um <clears throat> You know, I guess the other thing that uh, I, I want to emphasize is, um, you know, the, the piece of, of Psalm 91, verse 7 and 8, that is extremely important for us all to wrap our minds around, is the concept of vengeance. Um, I spoke uh, several sessions um, at the beginning of this series on vengeance. It is so important for you to wrap your mind around vengeance and the vengeance of God um and the context of vengeance, because if you don't have the right context of vengeance, um you will not be able to wage war correctly. Right? Okay, so so what do I mean by that? Well, if you look at Psalm ninety one, the declaration of a thousand may fall at my side, ten thousand at my right hand, but it shall not come near me. Only with my eyes shall I see his vengeance. You have to realize that the vengeance of God is not against you. Jesus came to save you. He came to restore you. He is not angry at you. The Father actually sees you through the blood of Christ. You are saved. You are washed clean through the blood of Jesus. And so the vengeance of God goes back to the Genesis 3.15 prophecy against the demonic realm, right, that that the seed of Christ would come that he would deliver the people and in the process, crush the head of Satan. Amen. So the vengeance of God is against your enemies, right? So what, why did the spirit of God in this particular battle in waking me up to the reality of this entity that was literally um, hovering over me and had this energy between me and this entity that was causing my body to literally shake in fear. What was going on when the when the Holy Spirit was leading me to use these specific words? Okay, the, the key element here is seeing. He goes, only with my eyes shall I see the vengeance of God. I've been talking to you about seeing in the spirit, right? Jesus said in, in John 5, 19, I only do what I see my father doing. Jesus was built on vision. Jesus lived his life on the vision of the father. That's what he did in prayer. He he received the vision. He received direction where he was going, what he was going to do. He received the wisdom and revelation downloads on how to deal with the Pharisees, what to do next. Right? Um, he didn't go around quoting scripture. He went from place to place to unveil and release what the Spirit was driving him to do, to raise the dead, cast out devils, heal the sick, right? He was demonstrating the kingdom. He was demonstrating seeing in the Spirit. Okay, the power of a seer, which is a, the gift of the of the the gift of prophecy, the gift of words of knowledge, the gifts of the spirit, which are for all people. Right? We talked about this um, some time ago. All the gifts of the spirit are at at your reach. You, in your relationship with the Holy Spirit, if you pull on the heart of the Holy Ghost, right? You have the ability to receive all the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Okay. First Corinthians chapter twelve, verse eleven says that the discretion of the distribution of the spirit of the gifts is up to the Holy Ghost, so if you know the Holy Ghost, do you think you can ask for those gifts absolutely, and one of the greatest gifts is actually is actually being alive in the spirit to see in the spirit world, and so as the psalmist was saying, "Um only with my eyes shall I see the vengeance of god he's talking about connected connection to the heart of the father seeing the the vision of the lord seeing his his view because you're in prayer daily right you're in his presence daily and getting the download the vision of the lord and because of it you will see the vengeance of god you will see people set free you will see people healed you will see people awakened in in deliverance ministry and baptized in the power of the holy ghost right that's that's the kingdom. That is the kingdom, seeing the vengeance of God, right? So the blood washes you clean, you are made new, and God is for you. He is here to set the captive free, heal the broken heart, and bring sight to the blind, right? And as you experience that personally in your own life, it becomes more and more and more and more real. Amen? And so, you participate in the crushing of the head of the serpent, the Genesis 3.15 uh, prophecy, the first prophecy of the Father, that the coming of Jesus Christ, the seed, right, the one who speaks, the one who knows the vision of the Lord, speaks Right And the head of Satan is crushed every time I prophesy, I am crushing the head of Satan. Every time um, I bring deliverance to a person, I'm crushing the head of Satan. Every time the Lord leads me into a vision that sets me free from a demonic power, it is seeing the the vengeance of God. Amen. And so the context of you know you wrapping your mind around the fact that you probably have some personal deliverance. Well, I shouldn't say probably you do have some personal deliverance. And, you know, one of the themes um, of people that come to my meetings that, you know, they basically say, you know, I thought everything was good. I basically was deceived um, and I coped. I lived with life. And then I started I got baptized in the Holy Ghost. I start to have visions and I start to realize that there's demonic powers. The Lord picks a fight with a demon and like all hell breaks loose. Um, But here's the deal, guys. The awakening to the reality that there's a demonic power assigned to you, and in many cases, multiple demonic powers assigned to you by the enemy, it's with an intent to keep you deaf, dumb, and blind in the spirit right? Because Satan is afraid of you becoming what the Father says you are according to the destiny, the the books written in heaven about you. And why am I so confident in that? Because of this story that I just revealed or just talked to you about, this dream, um, this entity I believe was always present up until this moment, okay? And the reason I say that is because, you know, in, in, the, in the hours and weeks following this, um, you know, the Lord began to reveal to me that this is a ruling spirit. He took me to Ephesians 6.12. You know, it talks about, we do not war against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers and rulers of darkness. Those are ruling spirits. Um, this particular type of demonic power called a ruling spirit. Um, the Greek word for this is uh, cos- cosmo crater. Okay. It's made up of two words, cosmos and crater. The word cosmos actually means to create false worlds or identities. Okay. And the word crater, the root word of the word, the root word of the word crater is the word kratos, right? We've studied kratos. So you know what kratos is right it is the actual world and and the combination of these two words is that it, it is the world created by words okay so if satan has been whispering in your ear it, you know from from the time of birth or from the time that you were taken to a witch doctor, or from the time you were taken to a Hindu temple and you were assigned a spirit guide that has been whispering in your ear, it has been forming in you anxiety. It has been forming in you sickness. It has been forming in you a false perspective. It has been f- forming in you anxiety and, and brokenness. It has been forming in you all of the attributes of the demonic world, which is because it's broken, shame, condemnation, bat false identity, brokenness, anxiety, fear, right? Pain. These are all elements of, of, of or evidences of a false world, a false vision. Um, or or if, if you look at it a different way, can't see the vision of the kingdom. You can't see what the Father has said about you, right? So why is prophecy so important? Because prophecy comes and speaks against and reforms you. It actually identifies what you are according to the books written about you in heaven. And you may say, well, how do you know that? Well, listen, I've been doing this for 15 years. The Lord has given me deep insight into the the gifts of words of knowledge, prophecy, and what happens. And the the way he has revealed it to me is through leading me out of my own deception, leading me out of my own generational curses, right? Leading me out of a cosmo-crater, a ruling spirit having power over me, right? I described it. I described these huge hands with lightning connected to my body and my body trembling. The Lord was revealing to me that this thing had such power over me that it was inducing a fear and an anxiety to such a degree that I was shaking. But as the Lord revealed in the dream, I could see what I thought was just an innocent thing, right? You think that uh, I'm, I'm afraid and I just have to deal with it. no, That's not an innocent thing. That's a lie from the enemy because God did not give you a spirit of fear. He gave you a spirit of love, power, and a sound mind. He gave you the ability to stand tall, to be calm, be filled with peace, right? Two different worlds, two different kingdoms. And so the revelation of a cosmos crater, words by the demonic realm whispered in your ear, forming a false identity is broken by what? It's broken by the words the Holy Ghost puts upon your tongue, right? No, the words that the Holy Ghost puts upon your tongue, the prophecy, the vision of the Lord is the way the Lord sees it, and it actually breaks, right? We talked about Jeremiah 1. What, do, what does prophecy and words of knowledge do? They, they root up and destroy and tear down false worlds, false identities, They build and they plant, right? The seed is planted in your heart. They build and plant the true reality. And so there's this war of words, guys. There is a war between what the whispering, demonic, ruling spirit, the cosmic creator, says against you to enslave you, break you, limit you, versus the call of God that's upon your life that comes through visions, dreams, and prophecy Right. And that's the beauty of the body of Christ, because when the body embraces the gifts of the spirit, not only do you hear the Lord in dreams and visions in your own, but the Lord sends people and you pray with each other and things are confirmed with multiple people speaking and confirming and helping break false realities, false, false uh, personas. And that's the beauty of, of the revelation of the gifts of the spirit and the voice of God. That's why That's why everything is centered on your heart, believing what the Lord is saying. And if you grasp hold, listen to me, guys, if you grasp hold that the kingdom and your true identity is connected to what you hear, your prayer life automatically, the revelation of what your prayer life is is the ability to hear your Father's voice in heaven, who reforms you, who saves you, who delivers you, who casts the devil out of you, who breaks the cosmocrator, the ruling spirit from continuing to speak the lies in your ear. And my God, I fall in love every day when I experience these things and the Lord breaks these false identities and lies from me. Amen. And you may say, well, okay, well, you're, you're this like super Christian, or I don't think that's for me. Well, listen to this guys. That's a lie. Okay. Because every person has a call of God on their life. And let me explain it to you this way. In Romans eight nineteen, it says for the earnest expectation of the creation eagerly waits for the revealing of the sons of God. The word revealing there, or it's actually the word unveiled includes two words. It's the word klepto And the word apocalypto, klepto, I'm sure you've heard, right? You know what a klepto is. It's something stolen, right? So an unveiling means that you are delivered from something stolen from you. And the word apocalypto means there's a revelation. There's something revealed to you. That's exactly what I just articulated to you in the, in what, what a cosmo does, a, a ruling spirit. A cosmo steals your real identity. He speaks a false identity from your birth or from, from a moment in time where you are You know, have a bad encounter with a demonic entity, or, and you know, there's many examples of of how you get connected with a cosmo creator. A lot of it is generational curses, but the point of, of the is this, guys, you have an enemy forming a false world around you because of the lies and the words that are coming out of its mouth that is stealing your real identity. And the Lord comes in visions and dreams. To bring an apocalypse and a an and awakening right? a revelation of Christ and that's really what the war is all about the book of Revelation is about a war okay and I'm not going to get into that now, but you are in a war and that's what that's what this book this this series is about uh, uh, wisdom filled warriors being awakened oh, and a, a new um, a new deliverer a a new breed of deliverer being awakened, right? I mean, what would the world look like if a thousand of you guys literally over the next year discovered who you really are in Christ and you go out and start raising the dead, healing the sick, casting out devils, breaking the back of every cosmos crater, every ruling spirit that has stood over your bed at night, That has cast a spell on you from birth and called you something um, that that has enslaved you and caged you and made you shake in fear and made you deaf, dumb and blind in the spirit. What if you attack that thing? What if you attack the Lord in, a, in your prayer life saying, oh my gosh, I have a revelation that there's a call of God on my life and it doesn't matter that I haven't heard a word from you yet, but I'm going to. I'm going to be baptized in the Holy Ghost. I'm going to pray in the Holy Ghost and fast till you come and speak to me, because if you can do it for this crazy guy that you sent to India, you can do it for me. And I'm here to tell you guys, he can do it for you. Amen. No matter where you're at in your walk in Christ, your dependence, reliance, and expectation in what the Lord is speaking to you—it is the only weapon in the kingdom, right? It is the only weapon. The Rama of God is the only real weapon in the kingdom, and Satan fears it. Satan fears somebody who becomes so connected to the Holy Ghost that you can walk down the street and prophesy over everything that moves and see people weep, cry, see demons cast out of people. Amen? The devil is afraid of you falling in love with the Holy Spirit. The devil is afraid of you falling in love with the Holy Spirit. And let me let me just close with this, because scripturally... I want to take you back to um, to a key a key element. Um, you know the book the book and this concept of wisdom filled warriors being awakened is deeply connected to your heart cry for wisdom and revelation. Okay, your love for for the Father, your love for the Kingdom, and this amazing gift of the Holy Spirit that many of you have neglected it to this point. You've got to be real with yourself. Just coming to church on Sunday and even getting baptized in the Holy Ghost and periodically praying in tongues. If you don't have a consistent daily prayer life, you've been tricked. You're still under a spell, guys. You are still under a spell because you are leaving the most powerful weapon there is on earth unused and, and, and not embraced. Okay. Again, I've, I've prayed in tongues for hours every day hours every day since the day i was baptized in holy ghost in 2005 okay it's now 2000 it's december or i'm sorry it's uh yeah it's it's early 2022 and i've prayed in tongues every day of my life and the more i pray not because I have to, but because I'm in love, the more encounters I have, the more revelation I have, the bigger wars the Lord leads me into, the bigger revelations. And all I, I just want to emphasize this from the moment the Lord delivered me from this, this ruling spirit. There was such an awakening and a deliverance, um, that the gifts of the spirit, and particularly the gift of discerning of spirits, um, I could see when I minister. Like when I go to minister today, um, and the Lord gives me insight, He gives me names of things, He gives me um, ability to see. I know when certain angels are in the room. I know when there are certain, um, you know, demonic powers that He's pointing out to me. That's a relational dynamic. A relational. Um, dependence that the Lord awakened me to, but it happened when this ruling spirit was driven out of my life. Okay. And that ruling spirit was connected to, uh, some curses and some different things that I think I told you about, uh, when I talked before about this, but, um, in previous generations, you know, every one of us have generations, um, that have junk, that have stuff to deal with, that have, uh, you know, witchcraft and idolatry and false religions and all these different uh, elements that are cursed because of the idolatry. Okay. And You are given in the power of the Holy Ghost when you receive Christ and are baptized in the Holy Ghost. You have the opportunity to cleanse your bloodline. You have the opportunity to set your children on a path that is free from the junk that you had to deal with. Amen. You have an opportunity to walk in the glory and the power of the Holy Spirit. And I guess what I want to emphasize is the gifts of the Holy Spirit, the abilities of the Holy Spirit, as you grow deeper in deliverance and be set free from things, your spiritual eyes get brighter and brighter and brighter. And so when Paul says in Ephesians 1.17... And I'm just going to read this uh, to to talk about it for a few minutes. Starting with uh, verse 117. I pray that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in knowing him. The eyes of your understanding being enlightened that you may know what is the hope of his calling and what is the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints and what is the exceeding greatness of his power, his dunamis To usward who believe according to the working of his mighty Kratos, right? His words, which he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead. So he's saying that I birthed the ability. I birthed the jewel 228 ability, the restoration of dreams and visions. My direct voice I've given to you, the Kratos power of Christ which will, right, he, he goes on in the next line, he set Christ on his right hand in the heavenly place far above all principality, I'm sorry, far above all principality and power, that mean, the word there is exousia, so demonic authority, and the next one is might and dominion, the words power, might, and dominion in this order are exousia, which is authority, we've talked about that, dunamis, which is the dynamite power? We talked about that, and uh, Kratos, the demonic, the dominion is Kratos. So, when he, when you are given Christ, when you receive Christ, you are received, you are restored to hear the voice of God. You can hear His Kratos, right? And the seed of the of christ crushes the seed of the serpent so the 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 voice of god the dream and vision of the lord crushes demonic exousia demonic dunamis and demonic kratos so the words that are whispered in your ear by the demonic powers that's that's demonic kratos right it's deceiving words and the only way they are given authority is if you believe them well guess what If you've been listening to this voice from the time you were a young, you know, innocent child, you don't know any different. And you unknowingly gave these entities authority, believing the whisperings, believing the thoughts, believing these things, right? And so as you understand the kingdom principles biblically, and you can discern you then grab hold of the reality of what Paul meant in Second um, Second Corinthians chapter ten, uh, verse three. He said, "For we um, uh, do, uh, for the weapons of our warfare are not car- carnal, but they are mighty in God for the pulling down of strongholds." Right? He he essentially is saying taking thoughts captive to the obedience of Christ. What is the obedience of Christ? The kratos. He's actually saying that you can inventory your thoughts and say, is that the voice of Christ or is that the voice of the demonic ruling spirit, the Kratos, the lie, the thing that has been painting the false world, the thing that says that I am broken, shamed, uh, I'm full of pain and anxiety and fear and and unable, unqualified, um, and I have to sell myself or whatever it is that that entity has lied to you about all you need is one word from jesus christ all you need is one vision all you need is one prophecy all you need is one supernatural release of the voice of god and let me just say this once you grab hold of this revelation you're never going to be the same you are never going to be able to sit in a church that simply teaches the bible because teaching the bible is good principles But it's not the power. The power comes from the direct voice of God, the kratos, the the power that Jesus Christ died to give you, the dream and the vision, the prophecy of the Lord, the, the seeing, right, that the guys leading the church will see the vengeance of God. It's about seeing that you would literally see the vengeance of God, right? Back to Psalm 91, that you will see the vengeance of God. And when you see the vision of the Lord, the vengeance of God is released. And that's why when you are in a spirit-filled church and you are functioning with dreams, visions, prophecy, and all the gifts flowing as the central reason why you gather, it says that when new people come into the church, this is 1 Corinthians 14, when new people come into the church, it says that the prophetic people speak, they read their mail, and the false world The lie that's on the that's on the people, the false identity, the false perceptions, the chains that the ruling spirits have formed in the broken, the lost and the lame. Those words are defeated by the prophecy, the vision of the Lord, the word of knowledge. And literally that false identity falls off. It says that the people fall to the floor. They weep, they cry, they shake because they've just been delivered. Of something that they could never, ever, ever deliver themselves from. That's the power of the gifts of the spirit inside a body of believers. Okay. How do you develop a culture that is supernatural? Individuals have to develop a prayer life. And you love and trust the Holy Ghost. You pray in the Holy Ghost. And you learn to hear the voice of the Lord. You learn to see the vision of the Lord. And you experience your own deliverances. And suddenly you then gather with the same type of people that have the same new DNA. This supernatural force that cannot be stopped. And you reform the church. You reform a culture that was powerless, broken, and basically looked like the world still on every medication under the sun still with the same, um, pornography rates still with the same, um, you know, lying and cheating and all the brokenness of a dead church. And suddenly you step into a supernatural and you form a church that's alive in Christ and nothing is the same because anybody who comes in with a veil over them, with a false identity over them, The prophetic people, because of their prayer life, hear the voice of the Lord and they begin to rapid fire prophetically and reform person after person after person after person. That is what a supernatural wisdom filled warrior is to function in, guys. That is why um, your revelation that you have a personal fight and a a deep deliverance to get set free from. And let me say this. Until you see visions and are able to discern the supernatural, there's still a veil over you. You may have, you may be at thirty percent right now. You you may have been baptized in the Holy Ghost. You pray in tongues once in a while. You may have uh, even started to prophesy. But until you grow, there's there until you grow in the Holy Ghost. Until you, um, literally are are free to see in the spirit realm to see every day every moment that there is a way that the father is seeing and his vengeance is to set the captive free heal the brokenhearted bring sight to the blind until you get there there's deliverance needed there is a there is a there is a new creature awakening, right? There is a warrior mentality that has to be grasped, and it can't be grasped until you pursue and pursue and pursue. It's a love affair, amen. And so, I just want to encourage you guys. Um, you know, we're pu- we're piecing a lot of things together. Um, you're, and if you've listened to all of all of this series, you've been equipped more than. 90 plus percent of the church. Okay, you've been equipped um, in the realm of warfare more than 95 percent of the church. And I just I just encourage you um, that you would embrace your prayer life so profoundly that you realize that the voice of Christ is the centerpiece. And the reason Christ died was not just to wash your sin away. It was to allow your heart to be connected to the spirit realm. So that you could be uh, one discerning of evil, but more importantly, connected to the Holy Ghost to hear the jewel two twenty eight promise, which would be that you receive dreams and visions and then prophesy the vision of the Lord. And that breaks the back of the demonic realm. It breaks its grips. It breaks the lie that you can't see it anymore. Amen. It breaks all of its ability against you. And so, Father, I just I pray right now that the revelation of this amazing gift of the Holy Spirit would just be settled so deep in the hearts of every person hearing. I pray, Lord, that uh, this amazing gift of the Holy Spirit would um, even be sought after with such a hunger and a thirst lord that a dependence and a love affair would grow and grow and grow lord i pray for um repentance right now for every person lord who is who has not embraced a prayer life who has really been deceived by a ruling spirit who's created a false world a false religious world in some cases lord i pray that um lord you would just break through and that there would be a burning torch a burning fire in their belly right now lord for those lord that um are dealing with struggles and, and brokenness and shame and things that they've can't, they have not been able to shake free from Lord. I pray in Jesus name for the power of the Holy ghost to come upon them. I take authority over the, over the ruling spirit that has lied to them and lied to them. I curse your tongue. And I command you to be silent in the name of Jesus. And Lord, I just release a grace over every person here to hunt you down in the night, to pursue you, Holy Spirit, to fall in love with you, Holy Spirit, to fall so in love with the Holy Spirit that the Holy Spirit would take every person listening to this by the hand and lead you into a place of dominion, to lead you into a place of authority, in a place of dynamite power, where you speak the words of Christ, the Kratos, and that you would crush the head of every ruling spirit that has come against you, that you would take back your authority, that you would take back your dynamite ability, that you would take back your dominion, the very Kratos power, the vision of the Lord that He plants in your heart. I just release that grace upon you now, and I just prophesy this to you, that you, in the days ahead, you will see the vengeance of God. You will see your enemies crushed under your feet. You will see the restoration and the promise of God that he would restore the years that the locusts have stolen. I speak that over every person listening right now in the name of Jesus and decree that you will dwell on the mountain in the secret place of the Most High. You will hear the voice of God and you will be a lover of of the most powerful force on earth, Yahweh, Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit. You will have dominion in the valleys and the days are coming when you will even come off the mountain from your prayer life to go into the valley, to raise the dead, heal the sick, cast out devils and to baptize thousands of people in the Holy Ghost. I just release that vision upon you right now in the name of Jesus. Amen. All right, guys, pray hard. Pray like your life depends on it, like your children's lives depend on it, like your marriage lives depend on it, and like the people around you depend on it. Pray, pray, pray in the Holy Ghost. God bless you guys. Have a great week, and uh, we'll see you again next time.
0: Thank you for joining this week's episode of The School of the Holy Spirit. For more information or to request David at your church or conference, please go to DavidCuppet.org, davidcuppett.org, D-A-V-I-D-C-U-P-P-E-T-T dot O-R-G, or fivestoneministries.org. You can also find the School of the Holy Spirit podcast on iTunes, Spotify, and Charisma magazine. For a deeper dive into the Holy Spirit, we encourage you to purchase David's new book entitled Wisdom-Filled Warriors, available on Amazon. We pray that you will encounter the the Holy Spirit in a transforming way and become all that Christ has prophesied over your life.